We hope you enjoy this message recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. So I don't, I don't know what your year was. I don't know if it was good or bad. I don't know if it was stretching. I don't know if it was releasing. I don't know if you had some big challenges that you overcame or you're still in the midst of those challenges. You're still in the midst of a storm um, of life. Whatever 2018 has brought you, the good news is there's only two days left of 2018. So if it's a bad year, you've only got two, two more days and it's over. And if it's a good year, you've also only got two days and then it's over. But 2019 is a new year, yeah? And it's a new start. It's a fresh start. God has new things for 2019. He has great things for you in 2019, great promises, great, great hope for you in 2019. And um, so let your hope go down deep in 2019. That's my prayer for you uh, next year. And, um, and whatever you face, that you'll find hope deep in Christ, that you'll find hope deep in God and His character and who He is and in His Word and in His promises for you. Um, this morning, I just wanna share a few hope truths uh, with you that have, helped, um, that have helped me throughout 2018 and, and years past. And um, it's it central, the hope going down deep is um, centered in Hebrews 6 18 to 19. There won't be the scriptures up this morning, but um, I can just read them here. So, um, starting halfway through um, Hebrews 6, verse 18, it says, We who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And so, hope is an anchor. It's an anchor for the soul. That's why um, it needs to go down deep because anchors go down. Anchors don't go up, they go down and they, um, they hold us firm and secure. And the imagery of an anchor is an interesting one. I've just, um, I married Jason, <laughs> um, <laughs> just in case you forgot. Um, anyway, um, so we, we got married and Jason's family is a boating family. They go out boating, like that's, that's what they love and, and everything. So I'm learning boating and the, the speak of boating um, and, and all of that, that, that stuff. Um, you, you don't say the back of the boat, eh? Yeah, it's the stern, eh? And the, and the, and the front, you don't call it the front, but the, the front is, is the bow because you bow. Yeah, 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 that's what I've learned. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, but anyway, an anchor, I've learned what an anchor does, um, and I might be wrong, so you'll just have to yell out if I am. So, um, so an anchor, what happens is if it's getting a bit windy or if you just want to stop somewhere, you throw out the anchor, right? And it goes down, and it helps you to stop drifting away. It helps to keep you secure if there is lots of wind, um, that your, your boat isn't going to go out to sea or in the middle of the lake or, or, or whatever. Is that right? Yeah. Am I right? Anyone got another idea of what an anchor does? Not good. Okay, um, I'm, I'm good. So, um, and so this is what hope can be for us. So hope for us can be an anchor that, that helps us when, when challenges come in our world, when, when storms come and when it gets a bit windy, it can, um, the anchor, if we, if we can drop the anchor of hope, it helps us to stop drifting. It helps us to keep in, in the promises and the path of what God has called for us. Um, 
Yeah, you know, stuff happens all the time. You know, sickness happens, financial problems, um, relationship breakdowns, political uncertainty. You know, life happens all the time. But if we have um, the, uh, an internal hope of anchor that grounds us, that, that, that can keep us secure with whatever comes our way in our external circumstances, um, and the true hope of God, is that not good? It's good, hey? So this anchor that I'm talking about, the anchor is Christ. The anchor is Christ and what Jesus did for us on the cross. He is our anchor. He is our true hope. You know, um, when the storms are raging, we can anchor ourselves to Jesus. We can anchor us ourselves knowing what He has done for us and what He continues to do for us. In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So here we talk about a hope in God, a hope in the Lord. As we hope in the Lord, we will renew our strength. We can keep going and whatever brings, um, whatever comes our way in 2019, we can keep going. Psalm 119, 114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word in your word, so in the word of God and his promises in the Bible and what he says about us and what he says about our future and what he says um, about the plans and the good things that he has for us that we can, we can um, throw down an anchor of hope in God's word. And uh, yeah, it's important that we're grounded in Christ. It's important that we're anchored to him, that we're anchored to, to the truth of God's character and his word and his promises. Um, so I've been talking about letting our hope go down deep, but I've, I've, um, I've known what it is to put my hopes up and have them not come to pass, have them not realised. You know, I don't know if you've, you've done this where you've, you've got your hopes up, your expectation has gone up and it just hasn't been realised. It hasn't come to pass. It didn't happen like you thought it would. In fact, it's worse than what you think it could have been. Um, I, I've had some storms in my life where I've, where I've known that and I've known the pain, the heartbreak of disappointment when you can put your hopes up and them not be realised. It's very, very disappointing. And so this morning, that's why I say, let your hope go down deep. We don't wanna send our hopes up. We need to send them down deep into the promises and the truth of God and Christ and His character and His goodness for us. And um, yeah, so some of you may know, um, we've got a daughter, Sophie. She is five. Um, and so she was born with quite a complex heart condition. Like it's a, it's a condition that, that um, about one in 40,000 kids get. It's very serious. Um, the, her heart um, doesn't function like a normal heart functions. Um, and uh, so, she, so we found out about this. She was our first child. Um, we found out about this at the anatomical scan, which is about the 20 week Mark and so Jason and I, um, we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll pray for a miracle. We'll pray that God will will miraculously heal Sophie. Um, so for 20 weeks, every day, every night, we would pray um, upon her. We had fr uh, um, friends and family, um, both locally, nationally, and, and around the world, praying for this unborn child of ours. And um, and. So she was born here in Dunedin in, in, in the NICU here. And um, so they did a heart scan on her when she was just born. And um, so it's just like a ultrasound of the heart. And she, um, she hadn't, her heart hadn't been 
corrected. You know, she was born with this heart that wasn't that wasn't miraculously healed. And um, and Jason and I, we we um, it devastated us because we had put our hopes up into uh, a miracle and it hadn't happened the way that we expected it to. Um, God hadn't healed her heart how we wanted her to. We wanted him to, and um, we just were just um, so heartbroken. So heartbroken, and uh, you know, three years ago we we walked into this church, um, and um, we were just so broken. We were so broken, and I don't know. You, you might have been in a similar situation where you've had your hopes up, and and even in God, and 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 now you're like it, it didn't work out the way that you expected, the way that you had hoped for, and um, and maybe you're feeling heartbroken, maybe you're feeling a bit disappointed, but. What we have found is that He is the God that heals the brokenhearted. He binds our wounds. He, he heals and we have known our hearts are healed and, and, um, and we have known what it is to um, find fresh hope in, in God and we've now known what it is to put our um, hopes down deep down deep into Christ, deep into His Word and His promises, deep into the true character of God, not into my expectation and my, my idea of what the ideal outcome should be in this situation. But, um, but we've, we've learned how to do that. And so um, I just wanted to share a few truths that, that we've, we've learned in that journey and um, in some other storms in life because, you know, Stuff happens all the time. So um, Psalm 23 has really been, been a scripture that has, um, um, has kind of been one that we go back to. You, you may know it. It's Psalm 23, and it starts with, uh, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever." It's a great psalm. It's a, it's a great psalm because in wherever you are, wherever you are, whether you're feeling like you lack nothing, um, he, the psalm is um, speaking of that. And whether you're walking through some sort of trial, some sort of battle, um, you know, this psalm is, um, speaks words of truth that He's with you um, and that He comforts you. And so um, there's just three, three things I want to pull out of this psalm. Um, and share with you. So the first is that God is with us. God is with us. Um, in the New King James Version, um, verse four of Psalm 23 goes like this. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, through life, through whatever you're facing, the promise and the hope that you can hold on to is that God is with you. And that He comforts you, He protects you, He's with you. Um, through throughout our journey with Sophie, you know God has been with us, and He has He has comforted us. Um, so um, 
as I was saying, she was born here in Dunedin and then we transferred up to Auckland um, to the Starship Hospital up there and she was uh, three and a half weeks old and um, we we were in Starship and it was about 3 a.m. in the morning. I just um, fed her, I put her down and um, I, she was all had lots of monitors on her and all that sort of stuff and it showed that her heart rate was like down like really low, like 40 or something and I was like, oh, silly machines. They're always playing up, those silly machines. Um, so I just didn't think anything of it, and so I just put her down. And, and then the nurse comes in, um, and she goes, her, her heart is um, only beating very, very, um, um, very uh, quietly. And um, so, so they so bring in all the specialists, all the doctors, all the nurses. I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm ringing Jason because he's at Ronald McDonald House. I'm like, I think you should come over. Um, and so what had happened is that Sophie's heart had stopped working. Basically what had happened is that it, it, there was no connection in the heart and so there was no blood pumping through her body, which is not a great thing. Um, <laughs> but what is a great thing is that we were in the right place at the right time. And all the doctors and the nurses, they came in and there was just like, I don't know, like 20 people in the room and they were swarming Sophie and, and they helped her and, and then um, a few hours later she had some emergency surgery that um, uh, they placed a pacemaker in to make sure that her heart would keep beating and so um, now she doesn't have to try um, getting her heart to beat you know, she's got a pacemaker that does it for her, so so that's pretty cool. Um, but um, in that in that situation, you know, like the doctors and the nurses following it, they they came to us and they were like, we were really surprised with how calm you were, how calm um, Jason and I were, and and it's because in the midst of it, I, I held on to the scripture and I, and. It, and it goes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And, and I literally, in my mind, it was not an outcome that so who was going to die. It was just not a possibility. Like, I don't know why, because it was pretty dire, but I, there was just something within me that goes, I will fear no evil. I will not fear the worst in this situation. I will not fear death. Death will not happen. And, and um, Jason and I, we, we were both like that. And um, that's why we could be calm. We could have peace in that situation where it was, where it was um, pretty dire. And, um, but it's because we could hope. We could hope in His Word that He says that He's with us, that He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And, um, you know, he goes um, with us wherever we go. In 2019, um, with whatever it brings you, I, my prayer is that you would know that he is with you. He is with you. And whatever you are facing, um, whatever comes your way, he's with you. He's with you in the good times too. Don't forget that he is with you in those times as well and that we can praise him at all times. So we're... Whatever bring, it brings in 2019, um, my prayer is that you will throw down your anchor of knowing that He is with you, that He comforts you, and that if He is for you, then who can be against you? Um, the second, the second um, truth nugget I want to share um, is that God is victorious. Uh, in verse 5 of Psalm 23, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Romans 8, 36 to 37 says, 
For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, but in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We can find hope in the truth that he has overcome. And through what Jesus has done, what God has done for us, we can be victorious um, through them. And, and, And whatever you're facing, know that you're on the winning side. Know that you will overcome through what Jesus did, that he prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Yeah, that means that you can, that means that you can eat in front of your enemies. You can, you can keep, keep living life in spite of what your enemies are doing, in spite of what people might be saying about you, in spite of what people um, have said about you. Um, you can, you can um, just relax because he has won the battle. He is victorious and through him um, you can know true freedom. You know, just this year I've, I've known what it is to stand in the presence of some enemies. Not in this room, okay? Not anyone in this room um, and in some other areas of my life. You know, um, there's been uh, some people who have said some really bad things about me um, and some some you know, not nice things. People who have done really unjust things and have hurt other people. And I call, you know, you, you do what you can and, and you say that's probably not a good idea. And, and so they've, they've, they've challenged me and they've said, no, you know, we don't believe in what you believe in. We, this is okay. Um, you know, they've questioned my choices to believe in God. And, um, and you know, the words hurt. You know, words hurt. And, um, and I've known the pain of it, you know, like friends, like these were people that were my friends and, and um, I thought I knew them and I thought that they knew me. And, and, but I've known what it is to, to rest in knowing that God is victorious, that He is the God, He knows the truth. He is the God that avenges and that He fights my battles. I don't need to fight my battles. I don't need to, um, you know, justify myself. You know, I just, as long as I am justified before Christ, you know, that's all that, that I need. And, um, you know, I, I've found a great peace knowing that He has the victory and that I can, with Him, um, live in victory as well. Um, 1 John 4, 4 says, um, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. You'll get through whatever 2019 brings you because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So that's Jesus. That's Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God in you um, is greater than anyone and anything in this world. He's greater than sickness. He's greater than bankruptcy. He's greater than any rulers in this world. He's greater than lies, people might say. He defeated sin and death and He lives in you. He is greater so as we walk through 2019, we can just know that He is in us. And if He is in us, you know, we are, we are overcomers through what Jesus did for us on the cross. You know, whatever uh, storms might be raging, whatever um, is coming your way, throw down your, your anchor of victory, the anchor that Jesus won for you in 2019. The third, the third truth I wanted to share um, is from from Psalm, 20, Psalm 23 again, verse six, it says, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Psalm 52 verse nine says, for what you have done, I will always praise you in the presence of your faithful people. And I will hope in your name for your name is good. The third truth I wanna share is that God is good. That God is good and goodness and mercy follows you every day of your life. Um, some of you may know there was this song a couple of years ago that, uh, that came out and it's called Good Father by Chris Tomlin. Um, <laughs> yeah, you all go, oh, it's a lovely song. I, I did not think this was a lovely song when it first came out. I thought this was an outrageous song when it first came out and we would sing it every week in church. And um, this is, this, these are the lyrics and it says, you're a good, good father. It's who you are and I'm loved by you. It's who I am because you are perfect in all of your ways. And I found this outrageous because I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe that God was perfect. How could he be perfect when Sophie was born with a complex heart, when she had to battle through operations? She, um, she went through this operation, her second operation. Um, it's the most complex operation that they perform on kids uh, in, in the Pacific region. And um, it's 12-hour surgery, half of those hours on heart bypass. You know, like, like it's, it, I, I couldn't stand here and I say, you're good, God, because why didn't you heal her? Why didn't you answer my prayer? Why didn't you do what I wanted you to do? And I couldn't, I couldn't sing those lyrics because I was like, he's not perfect. A perfect God wouldn't allow this to happen. But the truth is he is good. The truth is he is perfect. And I don't know, you might be sitting there and you might be questioning God. You might be going, but, but how can God be good um, in my circumstances? How can be God be good when, when I have cancer? How can God be good when I've lost my job? How, how can God be, be good when there's violence everywhere? Surely he's the almighty God who can do the impossible. And yet this is my reality. How can God be good? but He is good. The truth is He is good. John 10.10 10 says this, and this is where I got my revelation where I now can sing that song and I celebrate that song because He is a good Father and He is perfect in all of His ways. And uh, John 10.10 10 says this, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So we need to realise that it's not God that sends cancer. It's not God that sends sickness. It's not God that sends destruction and killing and, and, um, and violence. It's the devil. It's not God. What God sent is His Son to give us life and life to the full. He's the good guy, not the bad guy. And um, I, I, I've done it, and, and my hope is that I can encourage you um, not to do it is don't blame God. Put your blame, put your anger in the right direction because it's not God. God sent His Son to set you free. God is good God. He's with you. He's, he, he's, um, he's won the battle for you. He is a good God. But there is, there is um, the devil who's out there. He's the one who sends the sickness. He's the one who sends uh, cancer and destruction and, and dissent and all of that stuff. That is not God because He is a good God. So when the storms are raging, throw down your anchor of His goodness. Praise Him for the goodness and mercy that follows you. Thank Him for His goodness.
you know, I'm going to, um, Sophie had her most recent surgery on her heart, like just six months ago um, in July, and, um, and something had shifted in our hearts. You know, I, I spoke about Jason and I coming in here three years ago and we were heartbroken because, because um, we didn't have the anchor of God as good. We didn't have the anchor of knowing that we are victorious through Him. We didn't, we didn't hold on to those anchors. We'd, we'd sent our hopes up into our ideas and, and, and uh, our solutions for the world's problems. But God's ways are higher than ours. His ways are greater than ours. And, um, and when we came around to the third surgery, it was really, really different. We were both in a very, very different space and we could celebrate and we could praise God and we say, God is good. And, and we were so thankful for this church. We were thankful for a community of, of people that stood with us through that time and supported us and, and, and did all those practical things like meals and all those sorts of things. But, um, but what was amazing is that... Um, that we, we went to this surgery full of hope, full of thankfulness that God was with us, that we were victorious and that He was good and that we were praising Him. And, um, and, and what, is, what is brilliant is that Sophie, Sophie had caught the true anchor. Sophie is a little five-year-old. She's the one who endures all this pain. Like here I am crying and babbling about it. But she's the one, she's the one who endures it, not me. And, um, and what I want to show you is I want to show you two videos um, if they can get started. So the first video, and you'll have, you'll have to um, note that Jason sings in this video. So um, watch out for this. Um, but um, so the first video that I'm going to show is that um, this is, this is of um, Sophie. So that's the first one, right? So she's walking to surgery. She hasn't eaten, um, anything like that. So we're walking to surgery and she, she just out of the blue starts singing that song. And so that's why I was like, I've got to get this on video. I've got to get this on video. That as, we, as she was walking into surgery, she goes, my response will always be to praise. I throw my hands to the sky because I feel so alive. It's so good. Um, and... Um, what, what's more is then the next, next video I'll show you is this is two days after her surgery. So they've opened her chest. Um, you'll see a little pink, which is all like just this looking after her skin or whatever. Um, and so, you know, she's in a lot of pain. They put in a new pacemaker. It's all very sore, anaesthetic, all that. And then this is, this is her singing the same song two days, two days after her surgery. And I'll try not to cry. Um, if the music team wants to jump up, that'd be great. Um, and... It's just like that has to be a highlight of my year, you know, that, that a little girl, five years old, going through surgery, going through some, some crazy stuff that she shouldn't have to, um, her response is to praise, her response is to lift God's name up because her, her anchor has gone down deep. Her hope has gone down deep into um, what she knows of what Christ has done for her, what she knows in terms of what God is and His true character and His, His, His true hope for her. And, um, and so this morning, as I close, I just want to encourage you to let your hopes go down deep in 2019. Could your hope go down deep into Christ, deep into what He has done for us? Could your hope go down deep into his character, his goodness, his mercy for you? Could your hope go down deep into his word, into the promises? 
could we for 2019 and with whatever happens, go with and hope, hope that God has good things for us, that He's great plans, great promises, great truth for us in 2019. What I might do is I might just pray for everyone. So if you just stand up, I'm just gonna pray. I'm gonna read a scripture first um, from Romans 15 verse 13. Um, out of the Passion Translation, and then I'm going to pray. Does that sound good? Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in Him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with His super abundance until you radiate with hope. Could that be our, our year of 2019? Could we overflow in hope, radiate true hope, not only in our, in our own lives, but for the people around us, that the people around us would know the true hope um, there, that there is in Christ. So God, I just pray for everyone in this room, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that, um, that wherever they are and whatever 2019 brings for them, Lord God, Lord, I pray that they would um, let their hopes go down deep into Your promises, God, into Your Word, into Your truth, God, that they would know, Lord God, Lord, that You are with them, Lord God, that You are victorious, that You win the battles for them, Lord God. Lord, I pray that they would know, Lord, that You are good, that You are good, Lord God, and that goodness and mercy will follow them all the days of 2019, Lord God. Lord, I pray for those that need to to, to um, find healing in their hearts, Lord God, for anyone that feels broken, who has, has felt that disappointment, Lord God. Lord, I thank You that You are the God that heals the brokenhearted, Lord God. Lord, I pray right now across this room, Lord God, Lord, that You would start to restore hope, Lord God. Restore dreams, Lord God, that people could dream again, they could have faith again for the great things that You've got for them, Lord God. Lord, that when You are with them, Lord God, who can be against them, Lord God? Thank You, Lord. Thank You. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.